again. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. Continuing on. On this Friday. I can't believe two hours have gone by already. It's flying past today. And it's just been like a potpourri of stuff. So we got a little bit of an update coming up here shortly out of New York. And uh, we'll get into that. Uh, but joining us now over on uh, over on the hotline, our guy Rob Reichel is here. Uh, talk a little bit more from Forbes.com, Conley Media as well, covering the Packers. Rob, how you been? Happy Easter. I've been great. Happy Easter to you, Billy. So let's start off with the drama that is and where the stalemate is. Give me your thoughts as to what you figure fair compensation for a former MVP and a guy that they're putting all the eggs in one basket would be for a guy that may only play one year. Well, and he also might play three or four. You know, what What else is he going to do? He doesn't have a wife and kids and things like that, Billy, to, to, to drag him away from football. He still is 39, and he's only a year removed from being the MVP. So, I mean, there's obviously risk on both sides. You know, I, I'll be I'll be honest. I mean, when it when it's all said and done, I think the compensation is either going to be that 13th pick uh, in in round one, Bill, and and maybe some uh, spare parts in 2024, based on how Aaron plays in in 2023. If he does eventually come back to the Jets, um, or you know, a, equivalent of a first round draft pick, Billy. You know, a couple of twos or something like that, and then and then um, again, 2024 compensation based on how. 2023 goes now now i will say this based on you know what 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 the rams gave up for matthew stafford what what denver gave up for for russell wilson i i get it it's not apples to apples um but you know neither one of those guys has quite the resume that aaron did and, and we know how much both sides there you know the rams first and then denver second gave up for those quarterbacks i i think we may look back someday and and history could judge this and say green bay did not get enough for Aaron Rodgers, if it turns out to be a couple of twos or something like that, and then, you know, maybe a fifth or a third or whatever it turns out to be in 2024. Um, I, I, Bill, I, I, I think the trade is almost done. I think they're just waiting to cross some T's and dot some I's. I, you know, I, I think if the draft, Billy, was 7 o'clock tonight, we, we'd know by 4 o'clock that the trade was completed. You, you know, Andrew Brandt always used to say, and he, he kind of coined this phrase, that that deadline spur action. And, yeah. and that's what's going to happen here. We're, we're, we're going to see this thing maybe drag out over the next couple of weeks as, as each side hopes the other one blinks a little bit early. But we're going to get to the draft uh, weekend, Bill, on the 27th. And, you know, maybe the 25th, 6th, early on the 27th, this trade will be completed. And, and the Aaron Rodgers chapter and Aaron Green Bay will be over. So now moving forward, uh, I have said that you need my top five pretty much in order, is a tight end, a wide receiver, another big body on the defensive front, maybe an outside edge rusher, and then somebody in the defensive backfield is my top five, pretty much in that order, Rob. Is is that, would that be yours, or is there a different way you would go? Can't argue with you. No, I, 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 I'm i with you that wide out and tight end almost have to top the draft board because, I mean, Brian, let's be honest, Brian Zutikunst has put his, you know, high knee on the line with this one, Bill, and you know, first of all, drafting Jordan Love three years ago, trading up to do it, and, and then eventually turning the page from a Hall of Fame quarterback, that he has to give this guy far more weapons than exist right now over at 1265. And right now, Bill, they've got a wide receiver room with only four guys. You know, really only two of them have done anything. You know, we've, we've, we've got, you've got Dubs coming back with 42 catches from a year ago, Watson with 41. 
and that's your one and two right now in the room, Bill, and then you, you really don't have anything else. I mean, you've got Samari Toure, and, you know, again, he did virtually nothing next year, last year, and then a guy who's never caught a pass in Cotton. So those, those are your four wide receivers. You lost your best tight end, obviously, with Tunyon. You, you can't go to battle in September with as little as they have in those two rooms right now, Bill. So I, I you know, we, we all know the stat, right? Javon Walker, last first-round wide receiver taken 21 years ago. It makes me it makes me feel old, Bill, that that was 2002. Right. I remember it like it was yesterday when they brought Javon to town. And, you know, Green Bay sitting there at 15. I certainly think, Bill, there's a legitimate chance. They also add the 13th pick from the Jets or at least something in the second round. And they're going to have a chance you know, to, to go early wide receiver, early tight end. I'm with you a thousand percent on those two positions, kind of being one and two on the, on the need board. Um, the offensive line, I think, is in decent shape. They obviously have a nice running back duo with Jones and Dylan, but you've got to get some more pass catchers for Jordan Love, and, and I think that's the, the direction that they go. Now, you're right, Bill, they're, they're thin on the defensive line. Um, I'm not sure they have a safety right now on the roster who's – you know, starting caliber worthy. And as we wait and find out, you know, what, what Rashawn Gary is going to be in 2023 in terms of when he can get back timeline-wise from that ACL, I'm with you a 1,000%. Edge rusher is a need that they've got to go get one of those. Um, and then, Bill, don't forget, too, I mean, they're going to need a couple more quarterbacks still on the roster. It's Jordan Love and Danny right. Etling right now, and, and you're, you're being pretty careless or – you know, uh, certainly risky going to camp if, if Danny Etling, a guy who's been cut by eight different teams and had a stint in the Canadian Football League a couple of years ago, if, if he winds up being your backup. So, so Billy, I, I could see them going quarterback certainly on that second day, which is round two and three, um, and, and, and add a backup uh, for Jordan Love kind of from the draft and then maybe fishing back into the draft, you know, for round six or seven and adding – adding another quarterback, much like they did back in 2008, Bill, when they took Brian Brom and Matt Flynn. Do you uh, do you like Stetson Bennett? Do you think he would be a – because he's not going to be a first-round draft choice. Uh, we don't know how far he's going to fall, but do you like Stetson Bennett? I don't, um, I don't. I don't like his measurables. I don't like 5'11 quarterbacks in general, Bill. And, again, I, I don't know how exactly he fits, you know, with, 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 Matt LaFleur, with what Matt LaFleur does. I mean, I, I get it. He's an all-time winner, and he's got some of these intangibles and things like that. But but at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's, it's a league typically, you know, where, where size, strength, speed, and all these things, they, they measure every year at the combine and, um, you know, put these players with all these multiple tests to. That, that eventually wins the day. And, I mean, heart can only carry you so far. Um, I, again, there's a lot to like about Bennett, but he's probably a guy who's on a roster as the number three, and 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 you're certainly hoping you don't have to play him. I I, I think Green Bay Bill is going to have a chance, um, you know, to 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 really, um, especially if they go fishing early, you know, in in that second round. I mean, obviously they're not gonna they're not gonna make a play for guys like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson or anybody like that because. Now you set yourself up with a quarterback controversy, uh, you know, certainly with, within a year. So they're not going to go high in the draft on a quarterback. But, you know, if, if they go middle of the second round and take a kid like Hendon Hooker from Tennessee who's coming off that ACL and he's got a, you know, he, he becomes Jordan Love's backup. I, I think those are two guys, for example, Bill, with real similar skill sets and physical traits where if, if Love would go down at some point in time and, and you'd have to plug Hooker in, 
all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're, you're not totally revamping the offense and throwing out a third of the playbook or something like that because the quarterback can't do some of the things they've asked Jordan Love, Jordan Love to do. Um, you know, Hooker's going to have, I, th- I think, some of the same skill set. He's a guy I really like for them, Bill, in, in round two, and, and you let him get well and, and recover. And, and, th- and then I think they're going to have some options, you know, maybe later on in the draft. You'll see some of these guys slip into round six and seven. You know, the, the guys like Tanner McKee, maybe from Stanford, or Aiden Cannell, probably a fourth, fifth-round pick, the, the Purdue kid. Somebody like that, I, I like those guys, Bill, more than, than Stetson Bennett. And, and I certainly think Brian Gutekunst is going to go down that road and add one, if not two, quarterbacks. Um, I want to talk to you real quick about the uh, the Packers currently on, on the roster. You talked about the secondary, Tavarius Moore. Do you like him coming in and kind of taking over the Adrian Amos spot? I don't know enough, Bill. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I really don't. He, he, you know, he's, he's largely been That's a fair. special teams guy, right? I mean, on on this one, we we just we just don't have a large enough body of work. San Francisco's been deep at that position. They haven't asked him to to go out and and, and play those spots a, a great deal. He's you know he's kind of headlined their their special team stuff. And and we're talking about a guy. I I think he came into the league in 2018, Bill, as a third rounder, if if, if I'm not mistaken. You know, and he, and he just doesn't doesn't have that large of a body of work. I, I, I get what they're doing there. They're, they're going to give him the first crack at it. Um, I, you know, the, the, I, I think they're going to try to salvage Darnell Savage. I, but, but, Bill, I do think they're going to add a safety or two pretty high in this draft, and, and maybe it turns out to be that guy, whoever it is, competes with Moore for, you know, for one of those spots in the back. Um, you know, right now, I guess, Billy, I mean, if, if they had to go play a game Sunday here on April 9th, um, Moore is your guy, um, but again, he he just he might be a fallback option, Bill, and and a guy who ends up being your third or fourth safety, and again, one of the captains of your special teams because they've done a lot of really good things and continue to do them with with these special teams units, and I and I think they're only going to get you know, excuse me, Billy, better and better. Keyson Nixon obviously comes back. They resigned Levitt things like that. I, you know, Carpenter's going to have a more of an impact, I think, next year. They've got some really key core guys, um, you know, right now locked up on special teams. I, I think Brian Gutekunst is going to be aggressive in the draft, Billy, in terms of finding safeties. And, uh, you know, worst-case scenario, Moore is your third safety and, uh, you know, in, and, and winds up being, you know, one of the keys on your special teams. Um, and and best-case scenario, if he absolutely shines in training camp, Billy, You've got a guy that maybe you can insert as a as, as a starter, and and you and you and you've turned over that position and, and saved yourself a, a lot of money because we know Adrian Amos was getting paid about nine million a year last year. The uh, the the rumor that possibly the 49ers could jump into this mix. Do you believe it? I do not. No, I I do not whatsoever. I mean, I guess anything's possible, right? And. In, in 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 2023, all you got to do is put on the news every night and see that, right? But uh, right. Um, oh, Billy, I, I I I think that was floated by the team. Um, they 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 found a radio guy in New York who who ran with the story and and was was happy to get it out there to promote his own name and and maybe his own career. Um, and and again, I I, I just I think that was a piece of the puzzle Green Bay was using uh, to potentially get this trade done maybe a little bit sooner to put some heat on, you know, on um, on the Jets and Joe Douglas to, to try to get this thing moving along. I, I still think, Bill, at the end of the day, the Packers and the Jets are married to each other here. I, I think it would be bad business on either side if they bailed at this point in time. I, I think it would be a bad look for either side. And 
And, and, and like I said, Billy, I, I think they're extremely close and, you know, one's just waiting for the other one to budge, you know, slightly. I mean, I, I remember talking to Ron Wolf about the Brett Favre trade, you know, Billy back in the day. And he, you know, he made that with his pal, Ken Herrick down in Atlanta 30 plus years ago. And, you know, Wolf said he called them up every single day and they were close almost every single day. It was just, you know, coming off that two and whatever else and making it a one. And, you know, finally Wolf blinked and he said, fine, I'll, I'll give you the one. And, you know, but they were talking consistently throughout the trade and, you know, every day or two. And I, I think Green Bay is, you know, Gutekunst is probably doing a similar thing right now with Douglas. One of them's just waiting, you know, for the other one to blink or fold that poker hand and say, fine, let's get this thing done. And and like mm-hmm. I said, I, I, I don't think we'll have a lot of movement in the next, say, 14 days. I, I still think, you know, this will, this will be a hot-button topic on your show for a couple of weeks. And then as we, you know, as we get within 72 hours or less of the draft, this thing gets, this thing gets finalized. The, uh, and we're talking with Rob Reichel, uh, Forbes.com, Conley Media, covers the Packers, written numerous books regarding the Packers as well. The, uh, the Coming up with uh, this season, Jordan Love, we don't know necessarily what he's going to give us, but I, we were talking about this earlier. Let's say the record is 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and eight, uh, but God forbid it's, you know, 7-10 and 10 or, you know, 6-11. and 11. Is, is there hot seats going into this season at all, or is this just let's just wait and see where the chips fall and then make some decisions, you know, maybe hot seats going into the next season? Because I get a sense that because of all the tumultuousness, everybody, maybe short of Joe Barry, is pretty much safe going into this season and going into even next season. Do you? Billy, I think unless they're say two and fifteen, four and thirteen, something like that, I, I think these guys are going to be safe. I mean, remember they 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 both just signed you know pretty hefty extensions in the last right. twelve months, and you know that they're, they're, they're I I think they're going to be around for a while. I, people have short memories, Bill, but you know for the twenty two year old kid who has forgotten this already, and you know um, you know pays homage to Aaron Rodgers you know every single night. Don't I mean don't forget Aaron took over a thirteen and three team from 2007 one that was an overtime away from going to a super bowl um and and they went from 13 and 3 billy to 6 and 10 it was it Mm -hmm. was a seven game drop it was the greatest drop in franchise history and billy that that team brought back 20 of 22 starters um so it it was the exact same football team that aaron Rodgers inherited that brett Favre had gone to battle with you know in in 2007 and even in 2008 bill they, they were four and four at the turn and then they got hot and they went seven and one down the stretch and finished 11 and five. So, I mean, it was, it was 24 games into Aaron's career as a starter before things really started to click in green Bay. And I, and Bill, in, in, in today's NFL, I mean, I, I think you need that. I, I think you need two full seasons to really get a gauge on if a guy is going to be your quarterback long-term. And I, I think after two years, you know, um, but I, I, I don't, you know, I don't think we're going to know fully, on Jordan Love after, for example, the 2023 season, um, unless he absolutely comes out and plays like Patrick Mahomes did in his first year, and, and the odds of that are obviously astronomical. Um, I, I think it's going to be middle of the second year that Jordan Love is a, is a starter, so let's say middle of 2024, where we kind of have a gauge one way or the other, Bill, on if he's the long-term answer. So I, I think that buys Matt LaFleur sometime. I think Brian Kudekun certainly has job security. Mark Murphy's down to his last couple of years as the team president, I don't think necessarily he wants to make dramatic changes in his final, you know, 24 to 36 months on the job. So, no, I, I Bill, I, I think, again, unless 
unless these guys are fighting for the number one pick in the draft and the season absolutely blows up on them. Um, I, I, I think Gutekunst and LaFleur are certainly here uh, at least through 2024. Rob, great stuff. Enjoy the holiday. We'll touch base uh, right around the draft again, okay? All right, Billy. It's always fun. You have a great holiday, too. All right, bud. Uh, talk to you soon. There you go. Rob Reichel from Conley Media. Uh, has written numerous books regarding the Green Bay Packers, also Forbes.com, covering the Packers, giving us his opinion and kind of breaking it all down as well. Thanks to him for uh, joining us uh, over on the hotline. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, I, I know I had a, a buddy of mine the other day that said, hey, what's the new sponsor for the patio stuff? i got to get some patio furniture. As the weather starts to turn warmer, it's Master's Ease on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Uh, they've got everything, whether it's for your home, the bar stools, the dart boards, darts, family games, fire pits, you name it, they've got it uh, for the outside and such. Inside, pool tables, shuffle boards, table games, all that. But what I'm looking for and what I'm going over there for is uh, a couple of years ago, I got my patio furniture from them. And, oh, my God, I love it. And it lasts. I, I mean, I leave it out in the weather, and you shouldn't, but I do. And I've never had an issue. Never. I just, every year, just blast it off with the uh, pressure washer and uh, just put a little scrub on it, and it's perfect again. The table, everything. Uh, but I'm going to be looking for a new umbrella this year, and that's where I'm going to go. They've got the big giant ones that kind of overhang, so to speak, with the lights and everything in them. Or if you got one that you just need in the middle of your uh, patio table or picnic table or whatever it may be with the base, they've got, they have those as well. So uh, they have the Adirondack chairs that are going to last a lifetime. Uh, like I mentioned, fire pits, both gas and wood, so many different things. And the best part about it is it's quality. It's, it's not something that's going to break apart in a year or two years or even three years. I've had this patio furniture for a while now, and it doesn't show any sign of even wear. So I can't recommend Master's Ease enough. They've been a longtime friend and longtime sponsor. Call them, 262-746-5931. They came on board this year for our motorcycle ride and helping veterans. Uh, so they do that as well. they got a good heart there. 262-746-5931 for in-store specials on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, Wisconsin. But come from anywhere in the state. You'll want to see their giant warehouse. 262-746-5931. That is Master's Ease. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Uh, I got to say thanks to our guy, Mikey Whitcomb, over at uh, Exit Realty, and uh, they do a terrific job. He's the one that found the home that I'm in today, uh, as a matter of fact, and he had some patience with me because I went through, I think, like 12 12 homes before it was all said and done, and then uh, I landed on the one I'm in now, and I absolutely positively love it. I've always thought about this home years ago and then he ended up finding it for me but if you are in the uh the five county area milwaukee or ozaki waukesha jefferson racine you know going all the way through waukesha um he's the guy to call he's a biker he uh, takes care of veterans but uh make sure you get a hold of him because he is just a, a straight from the hip kind of dude man you just you love to deal with people that are straight up honest 414 414- 
214-1976. That's Exit Realty and our buddy Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y, Whitcomb, W-H-I-T-C-O-M-B, Mikey Whitcomb, 414-243-1976. You can, uh, you can find him there. Give him a call. Um, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, that's the way to... Uh, Get a hold of the program. Uh, let's let's go to our buddy Mike listening to us in Walker or in uh, Whitewater. Michael, how you doing, pal? Happy Easter to you and Kristen, Billy. You too, bud. Appreciate it, man. Always listening to you. Um, I still think, and we've talked about it, and you you know you've talked about it. You still hold out for that thirteenth draft pick if they think this year is uh, he's the one, and and also that um, you know he talks through his. We know both sides of his mouth. He wanted to be the best quarterback ever in Green Bay, and he wants to finish his career. Well, that was all lies after he came out of the darkness. Um, I, I just think you hold on to it. If it goes past June, you keep holding on to it until the season. Didn't uh, yeah. what's-his-name from 58 say? I don't know. When he, when he was on with you for in a baseball opener that um, he says, I don't know, I got this funny feeling that he still may be a Packer. Yeah, he. Uh, that was Kevin Holden. Thanks, Mike. As always, uh, Kevin said that there, you know, there's a possibility that he could still be a Green Bay Packer. Uh, I think that possibility is very small. Is it out of the realm of possibility? No. I think, you know, if you want to use the Mike McCarthy, Ted Thompson, the train has left the station. But could it happen? It could happen. I mean, if the Packers are forced to wear. You just – you held on to them, and teams moved on. Um, and you don't have another choice, or he, for whatever reason, he expresses interest in coming back and continuing his legacy there, then you hang on to him. But I, I think if I had to put a percentage on it, 99.999% of me says he's under center in New York come the opener of the first uh, weekend of football in September. But, you know, have stranger things happened? I'm sure they have, but I think it's almost a foregone conclusion. I, and I said this a while ago, back when even Trey Wingo said, you know, the shift is on. Aaron Rodgers, is it's, it's a done deal. He's going to New York. That was when, yeah, Rodgers has said, I want to go to New York. I'm good now. I'm good. Let's go. Let's make the deal. Then the shift was on. It's just a matter of getting the numbers done. I think if you – if I had to bet my house, and I, I, I will, you know, apparently go homeless if this doesn't come true, but – uh, I said at the time that uh, th- there, if you believe that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be under center in New York come day one, you're probably nuts. You're probably nuts because he's he's going to be under center in New York come day one. Day one of the NFL season. He'll be under center for the Jets. Hell, he may be one of the, the – maybe that's the reason. If the NFL, not only for primetime games, but if the NFL really wants to pursue this – and get this deal done. If Roger Goodell wanted to go, hey, you know what? Wink, wink, nod, nod. Let's see what we can do to kind of nudge this forward. We want to get this thing done. Uh, the Jets are also, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong, the Jets are also capable of being one of the teams on hard knocks? Yes, they are one of the four. Can you imagine the circus in New York the Jets would be if they were the team chosen to be on hard knocks this year? Compare that to the heavy interest that the Chicago Bears would be, for instance. Okay. The Commanders or the Saints? 
which none of them even hold a candle to the Jets. No, no. They don't you come would close. Want to see the New York, yeah, you would want to see the New York Jets. You would want to see the New York Jets. And, and, and no team has ever won a Super Bowl being on hard knocks. Think about that. And, and most teams out there love the promotion of hard knocks. I mean, they see an instant, they see a bump in marketing and everything. I mean, when you've got your own show for, I don't know how, what was it, six weeks of episodes or something like that? When you've got your own show, oh, it, 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 it does nothing but wonders for your marketing department. So I got to imagine that. That, that hard knocks wants to come calling. If Rodgers goes to New York, I think New York is probably the best choice anyway, just because of the intrigue there. Even you could take it to the opposite end of the spectrum and say, what is the uh, what is the interest in hard knocks via Zach Wilson? Because he's kind of a jag. He's a character that many people there in the New York area love to hate. So I, I got to think that you know, not that hard knocks is going. You know what, <laughs> Tim Boyle, baby. You know, but uh, I got to think uh, with, they are salivating over the possibility of Aaron Rodgers getting into the uh, the gang green, if you will. Yeah, that's why another reason you, you probably, if you're the, the Jets, you want to get this thing done so you can get that deal wrapped up. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, Jason says, I'm done with it. Like I said, I hope they keep Rodgers until August 30th, September 1st. Um, yeah, not going to happen, but put it this way, though, Jason, I know you're done with it, right? If Rodgers is still around come August 30th or September 1st, and the battle is, is he or is he not going to be in camp? Why is he not there? What is holding up the deal? And it would be the intensity of the coverage would be every day tenfold because then you're in football season. If you're sick of it now, oh, my God, I can't imagine being sick of it by then. Whew. It would be it would be still the, the one of the front page stories, one of the top three, four headlines. By then, it would be the top headline every day. Everybody would be waiting for something to happen. The one guy that's fallen kind of through the cracks in all of this, the discussion, Lamar Jackson. It seems like they're more intent now on being a part. And it, the the question for their general manager was uh, basically, hey, you know, you guys have not come to an agreement. Lamar is still not happy. Uh, is drafting a quarterback in your near future? And they basically said, yeah. You Remember when Seattle dealt Russell Wilson last year and we all said, my God, how do you move on from Russell Wilson? You know, now granted, you know, there were some issues there and Russell wanted more control and more say and – Pete Carroll wasn't going to do it. John Schneider wasn't going to do it, their general manager. And and then they got that haul, and they're like, whoa, man, here we go. You talk about an incredible division at uh, AFC West. You got Russell Wilson. You got Derek Carr. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Justin Herbert. Oh, my goodness, you know. And then it turned out Russell Wilson is an egomaniacal train wreck. Nathaniel Hackett, gone, had no way to handle it. You know, and, and then they go to the opposite end of the spectrum and they go get Sean, Sean Payton, a guy that, you know, a veteran coach that can wrap his arms around that situation and make them a viable contender. And, you know, here we go. 
But we all then looked at each other and we said, man, Seattle knew something, right? Seattle knew something. Well, everybody in the world can't believe that that Baltimore is not coming to an agreement with Lamar Jackson. I've been one that have, I've stood as a lone wolf in the forest, I guess, where I've said, look, he's, he's really good. He's got an MVP in his back pocket, yes. But he's a running quarterback. He's not overly accurate, and, and he, he takes a beating. He's banged up already. And I'm not going to go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go four, five, six, seven years at, you know, whatever it happens to be, two uh, two hundred and fifty million dollars guaranteed. I, I'm not. There's no way I'm doing it. No way. And oh, you're crazy. You're a moron. And I, the, I think Baltimore knows something. That's why they're going. No, we're just we're good. Franchise tag. We can do a sign and trade and get it, get rid of them. Or if somebody out there wants to match it, take them off our hands. But. They know something. Don't you get that feeling, Ben, that they know something? Yeah, there was a there was a report today that they were out there in the draft looking for guys. Yeah. Baltimore knows something. They either know something physically about him or mentally. You know, obviously he's he's been rather, you know, tough outwardly via the organization, or maybe he's become because he's his own agent, he's just become so much of a jag to deal with, or he's just an idiot, and they can't deal with him because he doesn't understand the intricacies of a contract. Who knows? He had his what was his? It was his cousin making phone calls on his behalf, and the NFL PA finally stepped in and said, "No, stop. He's not an agent. He's you can't have your cousin calling people." You know, you you got to either get an agent or call yourself. Because if you're your own agent, call yourself. But don't have your cousin do it. He's there's. It seems like there's. Uh, you know, out of your out of your steak knife block, it seems like there's a couple of steak knife steak knives missing. He's a f- few knives short of a set in that area. So they finally shut that down. And then he complained about that. Um, maybe he just thinks he's worth way more than what he actually is, but. Uh, I think Baltimore knows something. And the more that this drags out, the more you don't really hear much. It, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. We'll come back. Got a lot more to get to. I know this time of year that uh, you might be out looking for uh, something to do or maybe big travel plans or you're talking to the family as you get together for Easter and you're saying, hey, we ought to do this one year. If you want to get some travel plans together, our buddy Kirk at Cruise Planners, Land and Cruise Vacations. Uh, he can help you out, whether it's planning it for a family all over the country or right here in our own backyard. If you want to go to an all-inclusive, if you want to go to someplace here in the States, someplace in the Caribbean, someplace, say, Acapulco or overseas, you want to take a, a river boat tour somewhere, go up Germany or whatever. They can help you out anywhere in the world. They can get you and get you there all organized. That is our buddy Kirk at Cruise Planners, 262-344-0697, 262-344-0697. They are your land and cruise vacation experts. That's Cruise Planners. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders. They have uh, they have the uh, 
They had the answer. I mean, they were the originals in all of this, whether it's erectile dysfunction, low T treatments, uh, the all-in-one weight loss program, and they have a program. Uh, it's a good program, too, as a matter of fact. And uh, feeling good today. I woke up feeling great, as a matter of fact. Had a good workout yesterday and stuck to the diet down a few, down two more pounds. So I'm down 13 total. Uh, it's coming off a little bit slower than I want, but nevertheless. But uh, New Mail Medical, they got it going on. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Again, call them anywhere in the U.S. They'll get you hooked up. 414-455-4451. It has uh, started to uh, to drizzle at the Masters as the pop-ups are starting to come, and they, they went into a weather warning, Ben. But the big story of the day, is not only the fact at the Masters that Brooks Kepka is uh, he had a he had a five under today, five under, and KH Lee also had a five under today. Both of those scores, the best of the day. But even before uh, John Rahm and company have been able to tee off, uh, which I think they just got off a little while ago. They just went out, uh, so maybe they're a hole or two in. Yeah, they're on two. The, they're on they two. Where out. the weather warnings are starting to come. And we see it. But the big story of the day, Sam Bennett, and you're probably going, who? Sam Bennett, the amateur, is in second place at seven under par. He was three under through 13 today. Now he could, it, you know, we can see, see if he still climbs that leaderboard. But he's three under through 13 holes today when the weather warning hit. And uh, Sam Bennett, the amateur, is now. Uh, tied for second with Victor Hovland and John Rahm. John Rahm, you're right. John Rahm is now on two. He uh, parred uh, the first hole. He is still sitting at seven under as well. So there you go. I have to send you a picture. So uh, you remember that amateur you about on Wednesday before the tournament, Gordon Sargent? Yes. Well, yes. he's nine over, so I'm an idiot. I, he didn't play well. <laughs> and and Bennett's, Bennett's killing it. He won the right? USAM last year. He looks just like Dabo Sweeney. Really? I just sent you a tweet, and it has a side-by-side, if you click on it, of Bennett and Dabo, and it's uncanny, the resemblance. But he's he's playing some awesome golf. Oh, my God. Yes, out of Texas A&M. Oh, my God. And they even have the same lips texture when it comes to their cheesy smile. Yep. Oh, my God. That's that's freaky. So it's funny. There's a... Twitter account that that is uh, tweeting. Do you remember the video of Dabo Sweeney running down that hill at Clemson as fast as he can, leading yes. his team yes. out? Every right. time Bennett makes a birdie, they tweet that video. It's very funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, a a heartfelt apology to everybody out there for hyping up Gordon Sargent. That was yeah, I was gonna say that, that was a was, miss. Uh, That's my yeah. bad. Yep, I I retweeted that by the way for those that want to see it. Uh, under the no laying up, uh, you know, Twitter handle. It is, uh, yeah, holy mackerel. Dabo Sweeney it's and really Sam good. Bennett. Not Stetson <laughs> Bennett, Sam Bennett. And, oh, my God, you look at both of those guys, and it's uncanny how close they are. It's uncanny. Oof. Um, also, Phil is uh, T11 right now. Shot a 69 today. Is he really? He's given the full experience. He's four putting for double and then hitting driver off the deck across trees and then pitching in for birdie. It's 
it's the beautiful Phil Ride. He's kind of back. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, what is he tied for? 11th. looking here. Tied for 11th? Um, yeah, there's Phil Mickelson. Uh, three under for the day, four under for the tournament. He moved up 15 spots today. Tied for 11th, Phil Mickelson. And Rory I, just crash landing. Yeah. Not good. I uh, Jordan Spieth still playing well. Two under through 12, five under for the tournament, moved up today as well. Colin Morikawa, two under for the day through 14 now. Uh, Justin Rose, two under for the day so far uh, after 15. He's five under for the tournament. Uh, Jason Day, one under. He started the day at five under. He's only one under for the day. He's through 17. He's on 18 right now. But he's six under, tied for or he uh, stands alone at fifth in the tournament right now. And, uh, and uh-oh, Bennett just, uh, he's now four under for the day. Sam Bennett, four under for the day, eight under for the tournament, in sole possession of second place as the amateur coming out of Texas A&M. Through 14 now. <laughs> I wonder what he thinks about God's NIL. Is that the plan he's on at A&M? I guess. People have also wondered aloud on Twitter. I, I saw the, I think the fried egg or one of the popular golf Twitter accounts wondered if Brooks wins because he's up by four strokes right now. Mm-hmm. Who gets the 600 FedEx Cup points at the top of the board? Because he's on live. Right. He's on live. He can't get them. For the, um, for the FedEx Cup diehards out there. Do they give it to second? Give it to third? I, I wouldn't think so. I think whatever place you take would be the points that you get. You don't get the 600 for winning it because you didn't win it. Correct? I, just whatever place you're in, that's I, the points you get for the FedEx Cup standings. I have no clue. Yeah. That would be my assessment. That's I mean, at least that's the probably the most sensible, common sense way to do that. In my opinion. Interesting. 877-867-1670. Um, Gary says, uh, call me a purist, but I don't want to see a live guy win this. Sorry, Brooks. Uh, what's Tiger doing? Jason wants to know. Uh, I have not seen. He is even through three today. He's two even, over, okay, overall. Even through three. There you go. And it looks like the and cut two, is going to be. There's a high probability it's at two. Tiger is right now sitting at the cut line. He's sitting at, he's sitting on the positive side of the cut line. Even after three, he's the last name before you get to the projected cut on the leaderboard. Um, because then you've got some, well, there's some other names, though. Think about it this way. Bryson DeChambeau. He's done. He's not even going to make the tournament. He's done. Mike Weir. Done. Bernhard Langer. Done. Rory McIlroy. Done. Sergio Garcia, done. Danny Willett, done. Um, I mean, this is some decent. Bobby Bubba Watson, care. done, done. VJ Singh, gone. Luis Oosthuizen, gone. Larry Mize, gone. Sergeant, as we had mentioned, uh, Jose Maria Alfabo, Alfabo, uh, which no, he was never really. He's just there, uh, but he's ten over. But all those names are gone. They're not going to be in the tournament. 
come tomorrow. Tiger's right on the right on the cusp. So if I'm Tiger Woods and I'm walking around with 27 screws in my leg and I'm limping up and down the undulation that is the Masters and all those names that I just gave you are out, don't you kind of feel pretty good about yourself? I mean, there's no moral victories, don't get me wrong. But don't you got to feel pretty good about yourself and where you're at as far as your health and recovery? Just a little? Just a little? I mean, I would. I feel great. I think only if he makes the cut. Because I mentioned that cut streak where he's yeah. not going to win, but to achieve something. Yeah. I think making the, the cut, cut would be that. Right. Probably do it. I get it. Uh, let's do this break. Come back more of uh, more of the the Masters, and we'll just get into whatever it is you want to discuss. Coming up next, in the Bill Mike. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. the Masters behind me, and then uh, on came a uh, commercial for Ireland, and that got me, uh, the Irish, got me thinking about the uh, ICHC, the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, and uh, don't forget, they have got, uh, coming up on the 20th, the 20th Jig Jam is going to be performing at the ICHC, the Irish Cultural Heritage Center, uh, right there on Wisconsin Avenue. Call my buddy Corey, 414-345-8800 for tickets and they have just so much good stuff jig jam on the uh, 20th david howley coming up on the 21st frazier and haas on the 23rd and if you are looking for anything and everything in the way of say a wedding meeting space uh you want to go see a concert whatever it happens to be it's right on wisconsin avenue it is a hidden gem people don't realize it's even there this beautiful celtic old church building that just it's it's just a magnificent place and now it's just this uh, center and it's been in existence for over 30 years. So go to ICHC.net, ICHC.net on uh, West Wisconsin Avenue, downtown Milwaukee, just uh, west of the Marquette campus. Call them, 414-345-8800, 414-345-8800, and give them a shout. Um, Jason says, very good. I hope Tiger's still something to watch for come Sunday. What uh, What would be the best... Because we know he's not going to win it at this point, not unless he just went bananas, uh, Ben. So what would be the best for Tiger? Just to make the cut and to be respectable, say he finishes top 30 in the 30s, 31, 32, like, you know, gets to maybe, you know, one under par type of thing. Would that be a great uh, comeback for him? Or oh, given the weather, because yeah. Yeah, because Kepka's sitting at 12 under right now. Kepka had a hell of a day. He's already in the clubhouse. The rain is just now starting to show up at Augusta. So I, I think for, for where Tiger is, um, I, you know, for him to end up in that area, that would be huge for him. I think just making the cut would be huge. It happened last year. He made the cut and then struggled on the weekend when it got mm-hmm. cold. And he, he finished tied for 50th or something. But yeah. as long as I think making the cut, that's the that's the success right there. They have, they say, for where it is right now, they said they have about another hour. They're, they got some weather warnings on the course, but they say about another hour 
and it's going to start to pop up and get nasty down there. So we'll see what they are able to do over the next hour of the Masters. And we will keep you up to date right here. So we got Brewers baseball coming up. You got Bucks basketball, fan appreciation. Got the Masters. Still no movement on the Rodgers front, but word out of New York when we come back. A little bit anyway. Stay tuned. We're not done. This Good Friday, it's good because we're all together. That's why it's good. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.